Thank you for listening to the Business and Beyond podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners. If this is your first time listening to the Business and Beyond podcast, we hope you enjoy this episode. Episode 58 of the Business and Beyond podcast is brought to you by Apogee Graphics. Ashton here in the studio, now with Tony, ramping up podcasting season, uh, going here right through spring into summer. And, you know, things ramping up just in general as they do in life with uh, getting out of winter, going into spring, and everybody with summer plans. Yeah, now we're, uh, some people, this is their last week, kids, the last week of school, um, or last two weeks in some cases. So, yeah, summer's here. Uh, man, the, And price is going up with that, wild. which is, with which is everything increasing. Yeah, I imagine. mean, why... We're seeing prices continue to increase everywhere, and people are just are blowing and going just as fast. I mean, why is inflation not slowing down the economy? Yeah, do we know? Can I mean, we? Can... You could, if you look at Facebook, you wouldn't imagine that that'd be the case. You think things would be slowing down. People complaining about gas prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, people starting to say, "Hey, people are going to start calling in saying they can't go to work because gas prices are so high." Mm-hmm. And I haven't. I haven't seen that yet. There's still a lot of traffic. Uh, everywhere you go, there's still you know, the same amount of people, same amount of lines. Yeah. Um, luckily, I don't know how things are at different areas of the country, but as far as I can tell, there's no shortages. Uh, I mean, I know they say there's a like baby form of the shortages, but uh, I haven't, you know, I've been to the store a couple of times in the last week and I thought I was curious just to see and, here are local supermarkets they don't seem to have a problem that doesn't mean that you know if you you look at the logistics of it, supermarkets that they're not you know you have your certain this many days until you know we need to replenish and they yeah. they may be running you know on one day and it looks like they there's plenty but uh and, and again if anybody's dealing with that i'm not trying to say it'd be political or anything so there's not a shortage but just you're talking about inflation. You think things would be getting worse and slowing down. Uh, building would stop, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem people are still buying groceries. People, uh, for the most part are still driving. I'm sure people have changed their driving habits because you know, record breaking gas prices yeah. and it, nothing seems to be slowing down at the moment. And given it, you know, if it was, we're going through the exact same thing going into, January first, second week of January, maybe things things typically slow down. Then, anyways, after the holiday season, so maybe this is a good time for this to be happening, where it's not well, going to hurt our you, economy too much. You mentioned construction or building um, in the construction industry, and it hasn't slowed down. Uh, and in that industry, there are some shortages, there are some long lead time items, some procurement issues that it, it just doesn't seem to phase it. Owners just continue on to build. They want to find other ways, even if it costs more money. They're willing to pay to get their, you know, construction project going and started. Even if there are going to be some delays along the way, they want to. They're still moving forward. It's not slowing it down. Cost on that, you know, everything in construction are at record highs. Uh, I'm part of a with a group, and they're doing a lot of research, and so we get a lot of. Uh, data and analytics back from them just throughout all of construction throughout the country. Overall construction prices are pretty much on the rise about 5% a month. Yeah. 
that you know have been all of this, all of this year and even trending and tracking very similar to that the essentially the past two years or, or 18 months you know since the pandemic and, and that's the thing we came out of we started in the pandemic things really didn't slow down I mean, you had little hiccups here through you know trying to slow the curve we continued to grow and grow and grow you know there were some shortage issues then things start coming back and people just continue to buy and buy and buy and build and build and build going to 2021 21 was just an incredible record-breaking year for a lot of companies in sales uh you know we've seen all-time construction highs uh, in contracts that we've written um and then even going into 22 now, the you know through the first quarter and second quarter now that it just doesn't seem to slow, no matter what the economy is doing. It doesn't matter the gas prices, the grocery prices, any material prices, raw good prices. It just hasn't slowed our industry down. And just like you mentioned, groceries, you have some things, baby formula. There's some odd items that do become short, but overall stores are stocked. Yeah, and. I remember back when I worked in the building industry, uh, a meeting we had, I think it was near the end of the summer in 2020, wondering, because prices kept going up, we had shortages right at the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic, and we were wondering, what's going to happen here? So something has to give. Either people have to stop building, or the economy is going to crash, mm-hmm. or the, the, the pandemic has to end, and, and it didn't. I mean, we got a little closer to normal than we were in you know summer, fall of 2020, but nothing's get given up. No. I mean, uh, I think the industry as a whole and most industries have figured out a way to move around this where there's a lot of a lot of basic homes you buy if you're just going to go out and look for home, new new built homes that aren't custom. They're going to a lot of them at least in this area uh, DFW area are getting built just one story. They're not even offering two-story houses unless you go, you know, it any home builder you go to, you think, okay, one story, there's a two story plan. A lot of them aren't offering that just because there's going to be, there's a shortage on materials to an extent. It's, uh, I guess they can bring down and with the, the increased, lead time of when and with the increased cost. Yeah. Cost, yeah. That would make a more affordable home where a single story home is going to cost what multi story homes were costing in the past with the increase in building material. Yeah. They, I think. They're making just enough of adjustments. Most industries are to push off. I guess we, we're talking about why hasn't there been a recession yet? And maybe it's coming. Maybe the bottom's about to drop out of all of this. Maybe by the time we post this <laughs> next week, it's kind of it's irrelevant. But that you, you bring up a good point there. It, things are moving so fast; it almost is irrelevant. As soon as as soon as it's published, as soon as information comes out, as soon as you know something, that's become irrelevant. As fast as this, I mean, with the fuel prices, you can't even keep up with what they are now. Yeah, so with, right now, I yeah. I couldn't even tell you what fuel. <laughs> last time I filled up last week, which luckily it's it's all on my the company I work for, four forty something, I think is is what I got, and I. I haven't been out today, so I haven't driven about. It could be four sixty something. It could be four dollars. Yeah. It could have dropped down. I don't know. We filled Amberley's up uh, yesterday or day before. It was something like that four thirty four forty. I mean, what I noticed was it was ninety eight dollars to fill up her Dodge Durango. Yeah. So a hundred dollars to fill up a small mid size SUV. You know, I haven't even filled my truck up. 
since the prices have been this high. So I don't know what that would be. I know you're just just getting enough. They're like, well, maybe next week it's so just going to come back now. You know, you mentioned your company pays for the fuel. How long can companies sustain that? You know, those are additional expenses. Yeah. Something eventually has to give. They don't have unlimited, un endless funds to to put out for that. You know, there's certain budgets I'm sure that they have that they know they're going to spend when prices go up like this. Yeah, you. At some point, something's got to give. I mean, we haven't been told anything, and um, I work in a, a position where the, I'm out all the time driving around, so that there's some weeks I fill up twice. So. I haven't been told anything. I know when you're on a limited budget, you know, this is hurting some people. It's, it's gotta be, I, I, you know, I remember, I would say struggling, just being tied on money. And there were, there were times I was wondering if I'd had enough, enough fuel to get to work until payday. Mm -hmm. And that's back the last time all this happened. I think gas was probably about three 99, about, I don't know that it ever went over $4 back then in 2008, at least in North Texas. I know you're talking about California. You're talking about six bucks a gallon right now. Yeah. Um, and other parts of the country. But, you know, other than, you know, just people complaining and, see, you know, it's hard for people, but you haven't seen any uh, people abandoning vehicles anywhere because you know, mass abandonments of vehicles yeah. because it's of a, this. Yeah. Well, so we have a family of five. We made a trip to the grocery store just to pick up like some essential things, you know, like those trips you have, those midweek, hey, we're going to get, you know, essentially a half a buggy of things, you know, some of the basics and milk, bread, you know, water, any of those type of things. I mean, it was a $200 trip for just kind of our basic essential things. Yeah. You know, I mean, how do some families, you know, you're spending six to $800 probably the average family a month in groceries. And I want to, maybe three or four months ago, I read an article, um, an economist had written it saying that because people, you know, because Americans are are going to pay it, uh, that maybe, you know, I don't, centralized whoever, the, uh, the central bank, I don't know, you know, talk about printing more money and, and more stimulus checks, but they... They were talking about inflation growing. This was before it really, really spiked. This is kind of like, okay, gas was three fifty or something. Everything was high. We were paying more, but we were just like, okay, wait, how long till it ends? We didn't imagine it going up this much. And he was saying, as long as Americans are willing to pay it, they're probably not going to come back down. To some extent, they might. We might go up, up, and then it come back. Yeah. But it's never going to be back to the point of pre-pandemic levels. Maybe, maybe gas, because I think they told us. Back in 2008, gas is never going to be back down to $2 a gallon. And I think it got down to like less than $150 a gallon uh, yeah. within the last couple of years. Uh, but overall, I think uh, it's we're kind of getting into a new, a new normal. Maybe eventually a bottom will fall out and we'll come back down a little bit. But because we are willing to spend. Uh, people are still going on vacations. They're still driving to work every day. They're still paying all this. Nobody's uh, just flat out refusing. It's just people, if you can't afford to go out to eat now as much, you're not going out to eat just because you flat out can't do it, not because you're making yeah. that choice to do it. And not to make it political because we're asking why is this happening. Um, you say, well, Joe Biden's in, in office. That's why we're, we're just 
in layman's terms, just breaking it down, the most simplest form is why is it? It's because people are paying for it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not saying they're keeping gas prices high for that reason, but in general, everything's kind of staying at a level, and you're seeing seeing major companies having the biggest profits they've ever had. And, and that comes, you know, let's yeah. just like that's going to come regardless. It's not just because they're going to keep their prices high and not pay it, pay employees. Like at some point, yes, it gets to that point. But you know, most companies like our company, whatever we pay, we're going to mark it up at, uh, for a certain tier of companies, we're marking it up 20 something percent. Yeah. And you know, bigger companies, 19% or whatever. So if we go from paying a hundred dollars a barrel for something to 200, still affects us we're paying more prices but we are going to make more money in the long run if we sell that yeah. same amount because we're it's you know old. we have to yeah, save it mar- to a certain percent to, to pay the bills you have to you're not going to cut your margin because of the, the yes higher. Yeah. and our company has done a good job of giving out uh, cost of living raises just because of inflation um i'm not saying all companies should do that or shouldn't do that if or they can, can great yeah uh just looking at the bottom dollar and saying hey amazon made this much money they need to pay you know, I'm not for or against Amazon in that argument uh, on this platform, but there's a lot more that goes into it. And some companies may look like they're making a ton of money, yeah, uh, but their costs may be different. I know if you're just buying product and selling it, just like we are, B2B sales, uh, this could be a good economy for us. because I think because prices go up, you have a better chance of luring other customers away from your competitors because they don't. You know, you raise your mm-hmm. prices, but at the same point, you might lose your customers. Yeah. Uh, service industries, I think, are hurting the most right now because their costs are going. They can't. I mean, they can raise their prices, but it's getting worse. Where they're raising for labor, we're just raising for product, and yeah, we do have yeah. vehicles to deliver it. In just the so they can part. get yeah employees to show up to work. Exactly. Yeah. We. I mean, everybody's really dealing with that right mm-hmm. now. Just trying to hire and, and I don't know if it's gotten any better it seemed like there's been less discussion on it but I think it's just think a new thing has come just up it's a pill that they've decided to swallow and just pay it and not complain about it because there would, it wasn't doing any good yeah you and just, that was before you just have to eat the additional cost and unfortunately then that pushes everything back up you know and we start seeing more inflation when that happens too because if if my expenses go up because I have to pay you more I have to charge more. Now everything's just going to go up with that. You know, just like the raising minimum wage. That All that does is drives the cost of everything up and creates, it doesn't give anyone an advantage by moving up in a pay bracket. Yeah. It just creates pretty much what we're seeing now is an inflated economy that, I mean, it, it, if you're lower to middle class, you're always going to be lower to middle class unless you move yourself up. Yeah. Just paying more money doesn't, get you out of that because and companies, everything follows companies well. should raise uh wages you were talking about what the minimum wage is now co- compared to what a car costs what a house costs mm-hmm. is compared to back then yeah that's a big discrepancy yes. but we're not you're just saying what the minimum wage is honestly they're you know if people are doing what they're supposed to be there shouldn't have to be a minimum wage because your minimum wage 15 dollars, you can't pay a 15 year old part-time to sweep up the floor because you can't pay fifteen dollars an hour to do that. Mm-hmm. Now some some companies it works out. You're like, hey, we're all getting paid fifteen dollars an hour, but more than likely 
what the company is doing if they're already paying you minimum wage and they, they are forced to raise give you a raise because of that when they should have already given you a raise. Mm-hmm. They're going to fire a couple of people. Now, yeah, you're getting paid $15 an hour, but now you're mm-hmm. you have a lot more to do. You have more responsibilities. And then they're going to raise the price of their goods. Yeah. So now it's more expensive. And if you go from not, was it 9.50 now to maybe 9.25 to $15. Now that $15, $15 an hour is probably more equivalent to what 10 or $11 an hour yeah. was, especially now with, you know, um, I don't know if, if everybody raised the minimum wage now in the middle of all this, I think prices go even higher. Um, hopefully the companies will do the right thing. Managers will give raises. And if they don't, if you're making a minimum wage and you need a raise and you won't get, you can't get it, get another job. There are jobs out there. Yeah. There are lots of jobs out there. Uh, I don't even, you could probably find an unskilled labor job that pays 15, $16 an hour. If you're really looking for it, depending on what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but honestly, minimum wage jobs are for unskilled laborers. Um, unskilled worker jobs, excuse me. Uh, typically somebody who shouldn't have to be the breadwinner for your family. Now I know there are people out there and you know, I could say what I want and you like, well, tough. I'm providing for my family a minimum wage job. And, and it's hard. There's not a right answer. You know, you say, well, you raise minimum wage. It works out for some people. They get a five, $6 hour per hour raise some people get fired doesn't work out some people everyone's gonna raise the prices so it's not gonna work out anyways it's it's one of those where i i think people just you need to find companies that give proper raises yeah. uh for your employees and then if uh companies aren't able to hire people or keep people employed they'll raise it in general because now you can go to McDonald's, make 13 bucks, 14 bucks an hour at yeah. certain places. Some places I've seen fast food workers making $20 an hour. And, and I think, the, I'm not going to say you're the problem. I'm not that kind of person that says you're the problem if you don't do this or you do this. But uh, if you're going to complain about making minimum wage, go go work somewhere. Don't, don't let the company tell you you're a bad person for going and taking care of yourself and yeah. your family. Let them, if they're not going to give their people the raise, let them not be able to keep people employed and eventually they're going to have to do it. Let them go out of business or give people raises. Well, after the break, let's talk about what we think is going to happen uh, or what we think we should see happen to help correct this inflation. We'll be right back. Do you have a correct phone screen? Go visit my friend over at Zapata's phone repair to get that screen replaced. Check out their new store at 312. South Old Betsy Road in Keene, Texas, or give them a call at 682-228-9274. Whether you're listening on YouTube or one of our podcast platforms, make sure to subscribe and like this episode, and then in the future you'll get alerts for every time we drop an episode. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about uh, inflation and how far does inflation have to go before, you know, it slows down the economy or prices are basically, and during the break we were talking and easy answer, you can ask anybody whether they know anything about economics, politics is, well, bottom's got to drop out. We have to have a recession. Mm -hmm. It's um, 
And, and that's a scary word talking about because we had the Great Recession, you yeah. know, I guess a long time ago. I feel old, like 10, 15 years ago when it started. <laughs> yeah. Uh, longer than that, actually. Yeah, 2007, 2008. 2008. Yeah. Um, and recession just basically means you're you're not your economy just rescinds a little bit. It's not growing, uh, and that's just a normal part of the ebb and flows of our economy. It's just been growing and growing, and growing. It can't it can't always grow. Just because we have a recession doesn't mean there's going to be a ton of unemployment. It might, but it doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be a ton of un- unemployment and everything that went with the last recession. Yeah. Uh, so in general, it's it, you can look at it one way or another. What's going to cause everything to give out uh something's going to trigger it and there's going to be hopefully just a slight recession but when you say recession i kind of think of it and i know many do is i would use the analogy of like on a balloon and right now this balloon we're in is just growing and it's huge and you want to let some out of it you don't want to to let it it out before it pops in or a bubble just what what how close are we to popping you know can we let some out before we just get to the point we're going to burst and everything's going to crash and and tumble and you know I talk about it with a lot of my coworkers in in the construction industry we're in and something we've said man the only way to get construction to slow down and to allow uh, product pretty much our issues are production right is get just getting products to be able to get them in in time that and that's pushing cost up but is for a complete blow up I mean we just need construction to crumble to reset itself and, and almost to push out some of the lower companies, you know, only the strong will survive kind of a situation, um, is how we've talked about it. But with that, even, you know, so as of, I believe this week, we have a big manufacturer and a lot of people, it's in a household name, Eaton, a Cutler Hammer Eaton brand. Uh, they've announced they're going up 15% this week in products, yeah, which is a huge increase, not just small, you know, a, a, one or two points here. We're talking 15%. And they wouldn't come out and officially say it to us. They wouldn't want the general public to know this is the case. But through yeah, the grapevine. Yeah, so just mention it on our podcast. Through the grapevine, we've heard that possibly the reason this is, is the reason they would go up is it's not they, their expenses are that much higher because they've been going up with cost is they're trying to slow down orders so yeah. that they can catch up. Because they can't catch up. And until you can catch up, you know, that would be a correcting factor to inflation is if you could get products stockpiled, you would slow down the purchasing yeah. production line. That would help us catch up. I mean, I don't see us going back to where we were. Yeah. I think costs are just high, but we want to try to slow that just slightly just so that we can all afford to continue to move forward and, and grow. At least give us a chance to, uh, as we were talking about before, get income up to, to where we are today where we just kind of even out where we Technically, we could be back to where we were 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, with the balancing. With the balance. Yeah, yeah. Expenses. Talking about your yeah. in, income's higher the same way. And, and, and talking about minimum wage doesn't necessarily have to be higher. Yes, that's that makes it worse for minimum wage workers. And I sound real political right now. But um, just in general, average income needs to be mm-hmm. uh, needs to be raised too. That's not necessarily going to fix the problem, just help combat it. Uh, but no, I work in the oil and gas industry. We get emails every single day from a different, or well, we get it from a, from a media source that Shell Rotel is raising their prices and Chevron's raising their prices and then, then Mobile's raising their prices. There's just all kinds of, uh, uh, it's just ridiculous. You just sit here and you're like, okay, there's another one. 
Um, but in general, just to go back to the question, anybody listening right now, you can't do anything. You know, one person can't do anything. Now, what you're talking about Eaton's doing, it, it might help them out. Uh, but in general, unless you their saw competitors, that across the board. Exactly. If their competitors don't slow down, all they're doing is missing out on that business because yeah. it's not that there's more available. That should that extra how many ever they usually buy is just going to get eaten yeah. up because by other manufacturers. Because there's lots of there's lots of companies that'll say you know they just buy what they're allowed to what's allocated for them to be mm-hmm. allowed to buy, and if you could tell them hey you could buy twice as much okay let's just do it I don't care I don't care yeah because if Eaton's not putting the the orders in for these raw goods, Square D Schneider will or um, Siemens these other big manufacturers they'll they will get that because. Raw goods distributors, they they want to sell it. They're trying to move product, and if Eaton's not going to take it, they'll absolutely offer it up to anybody that will. Yeah, and it's it's there's not going to be a, a band of companies that end up in, uh, collaborating and ending inflation. It's you know we talk about Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve can um, set up Federal Reserve. Sounding weird with the echo on my headphones. Uh, They've already been doing, you know, raise interest rates. You, you do a mm-hmm. lot of little bit of stuff to see, hey, does this help? Does, does it do this? Yeah. Um, and they've been working at it. And, you know, we're talking about what caused it. You know, how are you going to fix it or what caused it? And everybody right now listening is just yelling their political position on this or what caused it. But, it's, you know, honestly, it's a, a bunch of different factors happening all at once. Uh, you can Google this and, and look at many different economists and they all have different answers mm-hmm. you know and, and if somebody listening has the have, answer and they think they're they right all come, have different solutions yeah yeah messages we'll, call us we'll, we'll, we'll join, interview you yeah we'll get you on the show to, to uh, discuss your point of view on it but yeah it all starts out pandemic shortages of stuff uh not only was there shortages in the middle of the pandemic but because there were sh- or because things were getting shut down um things there weren't shortages of uh gas gasoline at the time mm-hmm. well people stopped producing as much oil because there's no point I it mean, wasn't the need it got to it. negative at one point uh was it 2020 2021 whenever it was negative so why am i producing this it's costing me more money mm-hmm. so they stopped so now when the demand went back up it's not like you just flip a switch and you just start producing yeah. millions and millions of barrels of oil and you know you can get political and say well we did that we're not we're not talking that side of it it's you have to get ramped back up and and catch up to where we are and prices raise and maybe some of that is is not necessarily because oil prices are up but hey we need the demand to go down if we get it to five dollars a gallon exactly less people I think that's a big factor to it is pricing is increasing they're, they're raising prices just to slow down just the same as interest rates on homes went up now what it's in the fives i think i believe now five percent range yep. that you know they're raising that just to try to slow it down i don't know that they're doing a great job at that i think people are still going all in on homes so i'm sure they're going to continue throughout this year to to raise interest rates uh as we continue through 2022 and that you know maybe that's when we see the big crash yeah it, we're in unprecedented times it's it's never as as far as I have as have heard, uh, inflation's never grown this much. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are decent houses that have just doubled in value yeah. over the last couple of years. I live in one of them. 
which which they tell you is you buy a house 20 years from now, real estate, 20 years, it'll double in value, which right now value, you're talking about value comparatively to where inflation is and, and how strong the dollar yeah. is, what it's I've worth. I've doubled mine but, in six years. But see, if you can do that and we can come back down on inflation a little bit, that's a great deal. And, you know, yeah. you know, people say, well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter unless you say, if you're not selling your house, what does it matter? But you know, I mean, you've benefited from it because you refinanced and, Used a lot to put back in the mm-hmm. house, and that, that's where it is. But in general, you like to have that in your p- portfolio. Yeah. Whether you're going to sell your house, what sell your house? Whether you're going to refinance or it's not, it's still an investment. It, you want to be. You don't want to be under on that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times in, in the recession that people could still pay their bills, but they were underwater in their house. Mm-hmm. They they owed more than it was worth. Yeah. And uh, you that's know, a that's a scary situation. Yeah. Exactly. You just you lose a job. Like you you would know right now if if shit hit the fan. And at worst, you could sell your house and make a pretty buck. I don't know where you're going to move because real estate's ridiculous right now. Yeah. But you wouldn't be screwed. You couldn't. You wouldn't file for bankruptcy just to sell your house. Right. Um, but right now, it's you, you can't compare it to any other time. Right? Even if we have a recession, that recession, even if it's a big one, is going to be different than this past recession because um, unemployment's not. Really, I mean, unemployment's not an issue. It's the exact opposite. It's keeping enough people employed. There's just, there. I mean, there's more jobs in there. You would think more jobs than are for work. And we talked about in our episode, we think that there's a lot more uh, people going out there, being entrepreneurs, yeah, making the their own money. The statistics show that. Yeah. Uh, I, it was last year that there were more businesses, new filings for businesses. Uh, last year then it was like double or triple the amount from the previous year or previous two years combined it, it was an insane number yeah it and, and don't it let the numbers the, fool you because you'll hear a statistic this year or next year that more businesses failed than have ever failed before because so many new stars i mean what is it and that and what that, is that's like 10 percent. if you start a business 10 20 percent chance you're going to last over a year yeah uh, so if you just have a big influx of new businesses, there's going to be a big influx of businesses that fail. That's just it, part of it. And that'd be the same if, you know, it's easy right now to have a business with it, with inflation going and people continuing because you can charge ridiculous rates and still keep the business people are willing to spend at the moment that people stop because eventually people will there's it's, I'm telling you now it's a hundred percent chance we're going to hit a cap somewhere. Everybody has a limit. Eventually, we will hit that cap. And if you hit that cap and people, the general public decides they're going to not spend anymore, that's when you're going to see those smaller businesses uh, suffer and have to make some difficult decisions about their future. Let's be ridiculous. It's a gross exaggeration, but if gas hits $12 a gallon, Mm -hmm. how many people can legitimately continue to go to work, continue to go, you know, we're about, you know, a 30-minute drive to... AT&T Stadium to watch a Cowboys game. Like, hell, it's going to cost more to go to drive yeah. to the game than it is it to, pay to, to get pay to get in. Yeah. Uh, that's where it'll start is just, you know, entertainment value. People are going to stop. Mm-hmm. But before, it's the prices in general get high, but now it's just transportation to get there Yeah. Uh, in general. But the, the last point we have to make, or the last reason, uh, I think is the the one everyone's been screaming right now, and that's probably the most entertaining that we're waiting for. It is corporate greed. That's yeah. why prices are so high. 
that uh, the big corporations are evil. They they realize you can raise prices and they're doing ridiculous amounts of it and they're not giving people raises. Uh, that would be the obvious answer. And there's, there's a lot of that. There's small, some there's that. a slight validity to that. And um, do I think all big businesses, especially big corporations, are greedy and bad? No. Um, in some circumstances, are they? Sure. Um, in these times right now, I'm sure they're taking advantage of it while they can. Um, and just like we talked about with Eaton, other companies, they're going to capitalize on what Eaton's doing. Yeah. They're going to scoop up that business. And they may not go up 15%. Maybe they go up 10%. They're still going up and still screwing you by by going up. But they're, they're just staying below what they have to. Uh, but that's that's what we always see, man. That, that big saying is the rich get richer. The inflation right now, the type of economy we're in, it hurts the middle to lower class. Yeah. Those are the ones, that's, those are the classes that spend money. And more, probably even more so, it hurts the middle class. Because the middle class is the one that spends, is has the majority of consumer spending. If you have any interest in uh, history at all, you learn this, that people like J.P. Morgan made tons and tons of money over the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you think of him, you know, evil capitalist or not, I mean, it's an arbitrary term. Like, what did, you know, what would you do in that position? Um, I don't think he's evil, say, the, the poor peasants, screw them type deal. But yeah. uh, he spent a lot of money to keep the economy running after the great or well precursor to the crash there was a, a small crash that they thought was big at the time and they and threw all this money at it to keep it going and then there was a big crash uh kennedy uh jack jack kennedy god this is terrible i shouldn't even brought up john f kennedy's father who mm-hmm. who was the first commissioner of the securities and trades commission bought up all this stock when um when it crashed, he knew sell everything because he knew that it, it was funny. He was getting uh, uh, during the twenties was just all kinds of of prosperity. Everyone's investing in the stock market, and then he got a stock uh, a stock tip from his shoe shiner, and he thought if the shoe shiner is is in this giving me tips and and conspiracy theories, it's time to get out. So he sold every well just about everything. Crashed. He went back in and bought a bunch of stuff. Uh, dead. Uh, low price, low, low price now that it crashed and made a bunch of money doing it. And, you know, go back and he did a lot of iffy things, but that's where the, like you said, the rich get richer, Mm -hmm. go to every financial catastrophe, calamity. It's just knowing how to navigate around it. You know, you buy low, you sell high. When people, my wife was saying, Hey, it's, it's stock market's going down right now. I'm like, well, if there's a, if there's a minor crash, that's when you buy stuff. You don't want to sell at that. You just bought up high. You want to, you want to buy when it's low and sell when it's high. People, people panic when it gets low. And then once it goes up, you haven't lost any money. You own the share. You sell not until you, exactly. Not until you sell it. And, and I think with all of our shit with my 401k and everything was kind of uh, infidelity is what we have it. Mm-hmm. You log in, it shows you the day. It looks bad. I think I, I think I lost a thousand something dollars one day, and I I, I laughed. So I'm like, hey, we lost a thousand dollars today. She's like, what? I'm like, well, that's part of you know my 401k and everything. I'm like, just like you shouldn't even check it unless you're going to sell or buy something. D- yeah. Don't even log in and check it. Yeah. I can't imagine people have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars invested. You know, just day to day. Hey, 
Yeah. Oh, I got 10 grand today. I lost, you know, talk about day traders. It's the. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. Today's not a good day to be a day trader. No. No, I just went to Vegas. You uh, just got back from Vegas. You might as well go. And, you know, that's what a day trader is. Yeah. You, you might have that one one or two two people you know of that made a ton of money. But there's a reason that, that, that the stock market, you know, the Securities and Trades Commission, everyone allows that sort of thing because yeah. that's what gets the money. Mm-hmm. You know, Vegas doesn't lose money. They make lots of money on people that just go and lose thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Right. We'll see you guys next week. Yep, yeah, we cap. See y'all later. Thank you again for supporting the Business and Beyond podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to be alerted every time we post a new episode. 